Hello and welcome to the Everything Segment podcast. Our guest today needs no introduction because he gave us one in our previous episode. Um, the last time we talked about Toastmasters and a Rubik's Cube, today we are going to talk about theism or atheism. We will, we will discuss how Peter Dunker lost his faith, some of the experiences he has had as a result of his stance on religion, and then we would delve into his general thoughts on the subject. Let's get into it, but before that, make the world a better place by taking a second to subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. Uh, it's, it's good to be back here and it's another episode with Peter. This time around, we are here to discuss the faith or the lack thereof and uh who asked Peter about his experience, how he got, why he's taking, is it a stance or I don't think it's a stance. Basically why he is uh, an unbeliever or an atheist. Peter, yeah, so when did you lose faith or were you, or you never, you were never into any form of organized religion? I, I, I was born into a Christian family, a Presbyterian family to be precise. And wow. I, I grew up in the doctrines and the teachings of the church till I got to SHS where I finally became born again. That is um, personally being convicted of my doctrines and beliefs. So everything got intensified. I, I, I played the part. I, I was a Holy Ghost, tongue speaking, fire spewing, born, born again. But I decided to let go of the faith. That was somewhere 2017. But in between... How old were you at the time? I was, I was 23. Okay, so I'm coming. So you were a Christian in like SHS, right? Yes, I was. And then you chose to diversify your portfolio. Somewhere <laughs> in 2017. <laughs> so I want to know, like, let's say, was in university or something? Okay, so my final departure was in the university. What okay. happened was that okay, I was I was okay in SHS. Everything was fine, but when I was getting to University, I, I began to have a number of instances where I began to question or the information that I was was getting from the interactions in the faith was not really consistent. So I began to try to understand what exactly was happening. So it was in university that I basically branched from the, the main doctrines that I had been brought up with. So I remember particularly when I left my faith, I actually ended up in another faith that is known as the Hebrew Roots Movement. And that was because I was, I was very engrossed in studying the original languages of the scriptures. So I studied Hebrew and Greek. I, had, I have a Hebrew Bible and a Greek Bible. And in my bid to, in, to deepen my faith, I decided to 
stick with the original language. And that was where I noticed a lot of inconsistencies in what the mainstream church preaches nowadays as against what uh, used to be. So I delved in a bit, probably about a year and a half into the Hebrews movement. And because I'm, I'm in Ghana, the Hebrews movement usually is in the US and other places. But because there was no community around for me to deal with, it was normally online. So I would download a YouTube video of a community that practiced Hebrew roots movements, which basically is a blend of Judaism and Christianity. So they hold okay. on to practices of the Jews, but still maintaining the doctrine of salvation through Jesus Christ. Oh, so okay. it, it, it looked... It would, it would look like a first century um, Christian practice yeah, yeah. where they, they, they still were connected to their Hebrew roots yeah, yeah. but they were more inclined towards the, te- the teachings of Christ so yeah. that, that, that was it for me but what I noticed was that because I had branched from the mainstream and I was now in the Hebrews movement at a point my brain was telling me that hey if I had enough reason to move from my faith because I realized there were a number of inconsistencies and contradictions, is it possible that what I've also landed in has a similar background? So that was when I began to actually question, not just about the originality of scriptures and do we have the, the true copies of the scriptures or whatever, but I began to ask certain questions like was it historically true would you you're basically saying it wasn't a a decision you just took no in a day but it was a gradual process yes i i didn't just become an unbeliever called turkey i i basically went through a very long process probably a, a span right from when i entered the university till i completed but so in my that's second, like a four-year period right? exactly but yes. in my second and third year, that was when it was very turbulent for me. And I finally made a decision, actually when I was just about leaving. So when I was about leaving, I, had, I knew my stance, but I was not confident about it. Assuming this turbulent mo- times, it wasn't easy because, you know, you are moving away from something that everybody is involved in. And then you are now separating yourself from society in a way because very few people are towing the line you are currently on. I wanted to ask if you've faced any form of, uh, should I say, discrimination or rejection or any bad treatment because you've identified as an atheist or an unbeliever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The discrimination... Is, is there all the time the, the, the hostility is, is, is there in fact even before I finally made a decision and I, I became outspoken about my position I, I could sense that many people were not happy with some of the questions I was asking and some of the behaviors I was putting up so people were worried that I'm asking a lot of questions you know I remember even uh, one of my girlfriends had to break up with me. She literally said that she can't be with an unbeliever 
he can't live with an unbeliever so I, I, I lost a, really, a very dear friend because I chose or let me say I became an, an unbeliever so the hostility is, is there, there is, is, is countless it's like on a daily basis like reverse Jesus right <laughs> Jesus said if you follow I, him you lose your friend and your family right this is <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one particular instance I'll never forget was when I was having my service. One of my supervisors, during my national service, one of my supervisors, he's a very gentle guy, very nice guy. He loves having conversations. He likes talking about life. He, he sat me down and we were having a conversation. And he was particularly interested in me because he knew that I was an unbeliever. And he asked me a particular question and I answered. And he was very surprised because I was very bold and assertive with my answer and he hadn't seen that answer before. And I think what he, he asked a particular question and the answer I basically gave was that if God really existed, he would make that provision to let me know. And as a stance now, I've not seen any provision like that, which means that either he doesn't exist or he doesn't care. Either way, I do not care about that position. Afterwards, made me actually rethink the whole concept of our religion and what it does. When I gave that answer, he looked straight me in the eye and said, "If you were my son, I would have slapped you." And in my mind, I was like, "Whoa, you are going to slap me because I, I've basically told you what I think." And that's when I began to to realize the the, the other side of religion or what religion actually makes decent people do and, and he's not the only one i've faced a lot of discrimination a lot of discrimination even recently when uh there, there was an there was some sort of get together and i have this very close friend and he knows that i'm atheist and i think they were singing some jama songs and you, you know usually jama songs have uh, a number of religious songs yeah. in there and I was just seated there and he looked at me and said, Sotimento, Sotimento, Unimdia and Tutimento. So, to mental, so, to mental. Oh, so it's like they, 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 they want to pick every opportunity to point it out to me. It's like yeah. the glory in the yeah. fact that, okay, you are, you are something that you are not supposed to be. So the discrimination yeah. is, is there. Yeah. Wow. So, so um, is it like that? Is that how, how are you able to still? not remain or go back into the closet every now and then because some people are open about it right but in certain situations like you mentioned with the lecturer some people would rather backtrack and or pretend everything is okay it feels very comfortable to actually be in your closet because after all you you keep your your company, the love will still be there. There will not yeah. be any sort of friction. Yes. You, you, you blend. And in then, just when you right. meet people who understand, but you actually speak out. Come again. So you combining that with speaking out when you meet people, you know would understand. Uh, Some people would say that's a, a better approach. So, for well, instance, you speak openly, but when a lecturer questions you, you know how he's going to react. Mm-hmm. So. You don't even give him the answers that you know will anger him. Oh, okay. So, so or you would, or you would rather, or you would, or you, or you would rather just, you know, 
well, to help I, everyone. This and I think that's I think. a disservice in itself, not just to 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 the person who is in that position of actually voicing out what he thinks, but actually it says a lot about what that religion does, because if that the religion is supposed to preach about love, it's supposed to 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 make you feel a part of the family, and just by by sheer point of unbelief that you are not convinced of a position that you have to be threatened to not speak then there's something wrong somewhere and I think it's just like you finding a cancer somewhere that you know that the moment you latch onto this you are going to go very deep it's like a slippery slope so being in the closet looks very comfortable but inwardly it eats you up faster than anything because it is just not an issue of you not believing but it's an issue of you living a life that your 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 brain just doesn't support is is the point of cognitive dissonance so usually at that point that there is a whole lot of tug of war in between okay i know this is the case or at least this is what i've seen but i'm being asked to hold on to a, a different a different belief so the 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 closer feels good but i think it is better to speak out so and i get to you but um i get to you i understand you perfectly in that in an ideal situation everyone should be able to speak out mm-hmm. but you're you're looking at your situation which is you know I mean, what you experience with that lecturer is bad, right? And I can assure you, you can't even blame him because at the point at which he is currently, right, mm-hmm. he, he was probably doing what he feels is right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. The whole situation is unfortunate. He was probably doing what he thinks is right. But back to the whole being in the closet or not, right? Somebody, you can say this because you are in Ghana, I mean, it's bad. There's a little bit of discrimination here and there, but you are not a Muslim in Iraq, or you are not a Muslim in mm-hmm. Iraq or Saudi Arabia or somewhere that you might get stoned. If you ever had any ideas of losing your faith, so using that as an extreme, right, and then the ideal situation where anybody can speak up or ideal situation where it doesn't even have to be said because everybody assumes everybody's an unbeliever somewhere in between somebody might feel it's still best not to speak up because of what he or she might feel and only speak up when he's around people who would understand and not waste time with people who don't get it would you say that might be the best decision in some cases. Okay, okay, I, I, I get the question now. Yes, in, in some situations, yeah. and even at, at this point, I know that it is not productive at some points to talk about it because yes. it, it, it basically won't yield any results. So yeah. if, if yeah. I am in a position where I know that, okay, the other party is looking at trying to understand, then I know that yes, or wants to mm-hmm. have a discussion, then that's fine. But in a situation yeah. where, for instance, you stand to risk losing uh, a job, um, losing yes. some sort of support, 
So yes. as, as, assuming I, I was not independent and or I, I am still dependent and I know that by by voicing this out is going to cost me this much. I'll, I'll definitely weigh my my options. Yes, my, my, my options. And it, it happens every day where I, I, I think, okay, uh, should I pursue this conversation any further? And depending on the pros and cons, I decide that no, it's not worth it. So I decide to just keep quiet. It's basically just not caring because it doesn't put food on the table or it, it, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't cause your life to be any better if I should put it this is being event so if it's not affecting my health it's not affecting my the way I, I live my life it's, it's not affecting my finances then I probably wouldn't bother. So yes, there are situations in which it's just best to to keep quiet. Yeah. Earlier, you mentioned that someone left you because she made it clear that there's no way she could be with an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, how was the situation now? If it's not too personal, a question to ask. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because by me speaking up. It, it has actually made a lot of people very confused in the sense that they, they know that, okay, Peter is a good guy. He, he's not a devil with horns. But at the same time, they, they, they know that they can't associate with me in that regard because I actually have a particular stance that is completely opposite to what they have. But we, we right. are still friends. And they, they usually don't talk about it because they know I'm very outspoken about it. So they, they know if they try to go along that route, I'm really going to question them. And they, they would also want to keep quiet in that instance. But, but generally, okay. what I would say is that the, the younger generation today sometimes put some of these things aside, mainly because they... They probably know what it means to be discriminated against, um, mm. and they 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 try as much as possible to just cope. I know a lot of people feel uncomfortable when when they get to know that it's like they are on the edge of their seats. A guy, why does he think that way? But all the same, there's also a community out there just like me who do not believe, and yeah. I can I can mingle with them so it's it's not a but it's not it's not that easy because it's it's a minority yeah that it's, it's, it's very it's very tough it's very tough because the majority almost about 95 percent are religious people so yes especially when I've made it very outspoken that this is my stance. It even probably yeah. worsens the situation because for yeah. most of the, the ladies that I interact with, they will tell you that, yeah. okay, he must be God-fearing. Yeah. That's that the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> and in my mind, I'm saying, uh. well, I'm not. Let's see how it goes. He asked whether you're God-fearing. said, well, I do not fear God. <laughs> <laughs> I do not actually think that he exists. It's that bad. Do you still want uh, 
no no i i so that means I, I, that means I just let them know my position and yeah, yeah that's yeah, it yeah. If, if they want to pursue fine if, if yeah. they don't yeah the But are there pe- are there people this might be getting too personal stop me if it's, it does are there people who don't mind or you are restricted to that pool of there are people who actually don't mind because you know many people go into relationships for different reasons yeah people some yeah, people yeah. go into relationships yeah. for emotional support sure. some people go in for financial support some people sure. go in for let's say a better connection when it comes to their faith mm-hmm. so Yeah. Most people who are probably mm. looking for other kinds of support are yeah. very open yeah. to the idea and they hardly raise the topic because mm. they themselves probably are also yeah, in that yeah. Yeah. It's like they they they've considered that aspect of their life yeah. not so important maybe because of one or two reasons which probably has nothing to do with being an unbeliever but maybe they've had some bad experience at church or they 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 feel They, they have a, a different reason for not being too involved in their faith so it's it's easy for them to roll with me because one I'm not going to pressure them with any religious stuff <laughs> and two they are actually looking for something else other than that so yeah. some people are comfortable with mm-hmm. trying to understand and hang out with me people can choose what they want to do that I can only provide my opinion on what I think should be or what I see but I can't actually legislate and say that you have to to go here or you have to go there I'm, I'm a chess player I don't go around telling everybody that let's, let's go to this tournament or be, because I know that they, they, they don't value it or they don't have any interest in that so I'm not going to legislate and simply say that okay these are the things that i feel uh um you you should you should follow my priorities basically so if they want to go they are liberty to go i i absolutely have no problem about it the questions that you kept asking that eventually led to you taking a stance um i i, I think the questions were they naturally formed because as i said trying to study the original languages and the historicity of the scriptures it, it's 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 very it's very clear that they are unreliable as in the, the scriptures they are they are they are made up of inconsistencies there are a number of forgeries in there so basically it 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 questions the the whole concept that if if truly uh, the the faith is as people say it is how come it, it wasn't preserved how come is adulterated now to the point that people have to fight over what interpretation needs to be it it's it's basically uh The, the questions basically came up from what what I was reading uh, and majority of that had to do with the, the text itself so for instance if I should ask you how many how many angels were at the tomb of Jesus what would be your answer I'm sure you probably read that story if I if I ask that it question, depends on the particular gospel yes it, it depends on which book you read 
Yeah. Definitely. But by but do you, do you, do you notice the, the the amazing thing? We if if you are looking at this as a probability, we are actually taking a particular just one event, which in this case is the Christian religion and looking at it. Now there are thousands of other religions out there. So that even increases the the uh, the questions because these questions are only fixed on a particular religion now if you are going to compare the other religions there are thousands of questions that would also pop up from there so this is just limited to one particular faith system okay so let me let me also i don't know let me hop in here right so let's say there was um on 6th of january right was it 6th of january yeah on 6th of january the u.s capital was stormed right by groups of people or a group of people right one event happened but in reporting it fox news depending on what their political alignment is how how they describe the event right cnn has how they describe the event people who were there who were part of those who were protesting have their own story the policemen who were on duty then have their own story yeah. so we have <laughs> so many perspectives of one story that happened but it doesn't negate it doesn't take away from the fact that the insur- even calling it an insurrection is a different thing that some people were protesting and then they stormed the place or they entered the place one event happened but there are so many reports personally when it comes to scripture right as you were saying if you read me what i always tell people is that when you read let's say the resurrection story alone that on the sunday morning that jesus is supposed to have resurrected on that sunday morning there are four different reports there are so many reports for one event that happened so when it comes to scripture what i personally do i think Peter and I have a lot of similarities. I think the issues that he's had have the same issues. But I think the only difference is that the conclusion that I have come to is different from the conclusion that he's come to. My conclusion tends to be this. A story doesn't have to have happened to be true. You get my point? No, say, 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 say that again. When, when that particular statement, what, what does it mean? Okay, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Let's say if um let's say let's say Christ describes a parable of let's say a guy who was with his father asked for half of his stuff went away with it and then came back the father came to hug him you know the story the prodigal son right mm-hmm. that story probably didn't happen mm-hmm. but whatever is the crux of the matter there is true even though it didn't happen. Oh no! Then, is, then, then I think you are you are equivocating here because here we are looking at actual historical e- events. No, you are calling it historical. No, the, the reason why I'm calling it mm-hmm. um, historical is that it is actually it is actually honored as as yes. as, as true. That's the problem. Things that exactly it shouldn't be done. That shouldn't be done. If somebody tells you that God created a world in six days you say that this world was created in six days but a part of me understands why god would god or somebody would be inspired to tell those group of nomadic jews that god made a world in six days rather than telling them that there was a big bang and then everything could and then do, do you see my point 
So I, I believe that the whole issue is that people have to respect that. People have to actually know that scripture as it is, right? Or what we call scripture is not entirely like God came from heaven and then dropped it on people. And what he said and no, 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 no. It was a particular message for a particular group of people. When you are a child and your mother wants to tell you that don't enter the fridge, he tells you in a different way from when he's telling your brother who knows what he is doing. Like an older brother. So personally, I feel that maybe if Christians will take a step back and understand scripture for what it was and what it meant to those people, that some of those scriptures were even written in reference to the past. So let's say Ghana, right? As we are here now, our president says, no, it seems we don't have a history. Then he calls a committee and then they sit down and they come up with an origin story for us. And that origin story is what binds us together. We shouldn't go around insisting that the origin story is happened. I think that's where the issue is for me personally. To address the, the issue, the point you're making about the different accounts of the story mm-hmm. of the resurrection, right? Yeah. Now, all those different accounts is normal and it's expected of stories being told by human beings. Okay, because we know human beings are... So, these... It's expected of human beings, right? Sure. But immediately sure. you say this thing is divinely inspired. Okay? Mm-hmm. Or it's the word of God. Mm-hmm. Right? Then now, people start using different standards. No, I think... I don't the, know if you get yeah, it. I get your point. But if they are putting yeah, and different then those standards, I don't think it's anybody's fault that their standards are too high. Right? Because let me t- let me let's let me put it like this: If God, right? Re- if God, eh, if God revealed what a smartphone could do to Moses, I'm sure he would have misreported it. Then, then we can't we can't we can't blame. I don't know. It's like if if you are not if you if you as a human being, right, wanted to pass information to maybe someone else through me, I'm sure you would want the information to get to the person. And still have the meaning you intended. Exactly. So what we so have to if do. You failed, if you if if you failed to do that as a human being, mm-hmm. you can be forgiven. Sure. Right. But if somewhere else you claim to be all powerful, mm-hmm. then people might have questions when you are not able to pass on your information. I don't think there's an issue with God being able to pass on information. That's not the issue that I see personally. But don't you think he I should see. be able to pass on information so, without... So, Alec, what, what if he uh, he actually wanted it to be like this? Then, uh, the point is, if that's what he... If if, yes. this, if this is how he wanted it, then I guess that's fine. We are okay with that. <laughs> I am personally okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that I mean, in general, right? In general, my point is that... Yes. We have elevated scripture to a place that... It wasn't intended to. Let me give you an example. If you read less in Ephesians, right? Paul says that, and when he descended, right? And he resurrected, he gave men gifts. And then he describes all the gifts that God gives, like he made some apostles, evangelists. That's what Paul said. He was referencing a psalm, right? If you read the actual psalm that Paul was referencing, it has nothing to do with that. It was about somebody going to a king and giving their king gifts. But he turned it around that Jesus Christ, when he rose, he gave gifts. 
so so why don't I why don't I why don't I turn things around myself and add my exactly book to make it a system exactly event? that's the point I'm trying if to make. The most important thing about, about scripture, if there's nothing special about the most it. important thing about scripture that I want like religious people, at least Christians, to understand is that scripture wasn't meant to be explained. Like I don't know, to say yeah, my fro, she am hated. That's not how it is because you realize that even Jesus did the same thing. They take a lot of liberty when they are interpreting Old Testament scripture or what was then the scripture because <laughs> when they were writing Luke, Luke was in scripture. <laughs> so when let's say Jesus is quoting Psalms, he butchers it. When Paul is quoting Psalms, he butchers it. Like the way it is, they don't do it. They take so much creative freedom with it, right? But I think the most important thing, hmm, the most important thing when it comes to this whole thing, for me personally, that's why I stick around. That's what I was talking about. That's why I stick around is that when it comes to Let's say Jesus came, right? You ask yourself, this man came, or they said he came. What was his entire purpose and message? His purpose and message was that, love your God, love your neighbor. I don't think that message is offensive, right? It's very, very simple and easy to imbibe and live by. Honestly, if you live by, if everybody lived by, love your neighbor, I think it will help. Nobody will have an army, who won't be going for wars and all that. I don't think it's bad. But the issue comes when people start insisting and telling people that, no, and those things. I think that's where the issue comes. But me personally, but why? Why do you think people insist on that? You said. Why do you think people insist on those things? They insist on it because, like, this is how it is. Have you seen how people are very mean when they are driving? Like people who are very nice usually, right? When they are yes. driving and somebody crosses yeah. them, they begin to insult the person. Like when they are driving, yeah. they become horrible people. Do you know why? Because they think their lives are no. at stake. That's the same thing that happens to people in religion. They think that their lives are at stake. So even people who fornicate are scared of gay people. And they say so many things about them. Even though they fornicate and they are at peace with it. They feel that <laughs> when somebody is going this direction, he has gone too far. And that's for that person, there's no hope for the person. If somebody says, I don't believe in God, they think the person is lost. Because it has become a matter of life and death for them. They think maybe at the end of their life, they'll be able to escape. But the other people, they have gone too far. So me, I think people have, when it comes to religion, they get very personal with it. They think, especially when it comes to other people, when it comes to themselves, they are very, very cool about what they are doing wrong. But when it comes to other people, they become charged up and they become very judged. And I think that's an issue with humanity. And after that one day, God himself will have to answer for himself because it seems he made us in a certain way. And the malfunctions, <laughs> the malfunctions of the machines that is made has caused a lot of problems, generally. <laughs> That's Father John Mitchell has this line. He says, "Try something less ambitious next time you are bored." <laughs> and I think yeah, it works. Even That's though funny. I believe in God, I think that was a very powerful line. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Mm-hmm. I, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there because we would go on and on. You said, "I said I'll leave it there because we would go on and on." Yeah. But let's let Peter. No, uh, but Peter has Peter to say has something, something about that. Yeah, I think I I, I agree with uh, what David just said. It, it, it is a point of tr- trying to legislate what you, you think should be, and and this is the point. It's, it's it's an issue of belief. It's not it's not an issue of established facts. So that there's a way that we go about about it. That's why spectral evidence is not accepted in the court of law. Because 
in, 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 in reality, it causes a number of issues. So basically, the, the questions that most unbelievers ask are very genuine questions. Because if, if, if you are going to apply the same standards that you use in your everyday life to your beliefs, you, you probably have to drop your belief because it wouldn't live up to that. But there's this point of comfort that most people want to have. It's, 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 it's human. We are humans and we definitely want to have some, something to rely on. Some, some sort of lollipop <laughs> that we always want to keep in our mouth. We don't, we don't want it to take taken away. Even though, even though we know there might be something better. It is basically the, the hard work that you, you, you have to do that most people don't, don't want to do because everybody subscribes to that particular thing. And that, that is why I think the questions need to be asked because it, it actually causes a lot of harm than good if you look at it generally. As Christopher Hitchens will put it, um, religion is poison. It, it, it basically changes the way you think about how to address certain issues and we'll be better off without it yeah wow so um i think i agree with you when you mentioned that there's some some, some sort of comfort in it oh yeah very, very comfort. humans naturally want you and have a bad yeah, you know god you that, yeah. i think we've had this conversation done it's more comforting to have a god yeah. yeah, very comfortable. It's like a daddy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know that there's this this concept actually known as tulpas. I don't know if you've ever heard of a tulpa. T U L P A. No. Where people people make up imaginary beings and basically incorporate them into their lives. So, for instance, a, a mother can have. An imaginary being of, let's say, a child person, a, ch- a child who has passed away, and basically recreate that child in a different form, and decide to interact with that imaginary being on a daily basis. Okay, that's and a form it's of basically copy. the same concept that religion has. That the things that we are incapable of doing, the things that we struggle to do and we do not understand, we rather outsource those principles and ideas onto another being and we hold that being as true so it's like an ideal situation that most people would uh, would carve out and would want to move along with that ideal situation so it's basically our, our fears our joys our happiness the things that we are hoping to see we basically recreate it and we plaster it onto something else and hold that thing as this is what the situation always ought to have been. So it's 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 an issue of comfort. It boils down to comfort and it boils down to order because the question that most people would ask you is that, well, if you do not subscribe to this this concept of a supernatural being or a creator who governs everything, then how do you live your life? How how do you go about do, doing good? How do you go about life after death? Basically, they, they 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 want something to be the case. 
And usually it's out of fear and it's out of the fact that we don't want to accept that we are, we are born into a losing struggle. So there are things that we make up and we, we want to stick by those because they are, they are comforting and they help us deal with a lot of things, especially death. It will be better for you to know that or it will be better to be told that, oh, your brother didn't pass away. He's just gone into another world or another environment somewhere. You see him later on. You just have to keep doing this, these things that you have been faithful to and these practices you have been faithful to and you definitely see him. Because we've not found a way of rationalizing some of these things. Because everybody wants to have that moment where you know that, okay, you know what you're about or you know that, okay, as for me, I can never get sick, I can never die, I can never be in pain. But these things are not true. So in order for you to sustain yourself through this mess of life we we make up things and that's how the human brain is it's like someone who has been brokenhearted oh she didn't leave me she didn't leave me you know it's 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 the human brain we, we know that our brains can fool us and especially when it comes to things that we have emotional attachments to and religion is a very typical example of of that where in other religions people actually uh, disown their, their, their kids for making certain decisions. It's, it's, it's that crazy. Yeah. But, okay. I, w- I want to make a slight comment. I feel like me, my problem with religion applies to my problem with, let's say, political party adherence, right? People who are too confident of their stance have a problem. Like, if you are too confident that you're on the right path, and other people are wrong. I believe that's always a wrong way to go. The same thing applies in religion. Like people who are very, very adherent to their religion, who are very emotionally attached to it, they tend to be the very, I don't want to say, they are the ones who are prone to do certain things. You are, you are saying that, if I go to you, right, you are saying that the people who are so sure that they are right, and other people are wrong are the ones who tend to create problems no 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 I'm saying they have a tendency to cause a lot of problems yes I feel like yeah, most of the problems sh- of religion that we see eh, are because a certain group of people in religions they are so attached to it that they become very very aggressive and abrasive when people push back against them yeah but but I want but, to but ask it's, if it's shouldn't yeah it's not their fault shouldn't they be aggressive because this is probably the most important thing if you are telling somebody about life after death if you are telling somebody this is something that is coming from god mm-hmm. don't you expect them to fight with their whole life when it comes to that thing because they think they are doing it for god and no. i also have a problem with people who are let me say modern religious people who are nice people like yourself right who also subscribe to the same religion, right? But then again, you call these people who take the thing as it is as fundamentalists. Meanwhile, they are the ones who are the real, they are the ones who are the real religious people who are going by the book. No, they are, they are the ones going by the book and obeying the thing as it is. And you have watered the thing down and then you are calling them the fundamentalists. <laughs> you, the, obviously, when Peter was speaking, right, he said that 
in some religion when you leave they like they shun you and they want to kill you it's actually in the bible that when your son leaves the religion take him outside the town and stone him it's in the bible well you see you see that this 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 is that this is the issue the it, it, it is a very edict the antennas of what the, the, the scriptures say so the question that should be asked is where do we blur the lines where do we blur the lines between this is metaphorical and this is reality this is what has to be the case this is literal so when if if you're supposed to take the bible literally what are the the, the criteria for choosing which part is idiomatic or which part is metaf- metaphorical or which part is literal so the the fundamentalists basically are actually the ones staying true to their word because they are actually enforcing what they are saying so the the fundamentalists are are basically following what they are saying so the 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 the, the problem is not coming from them it's coming from what they are seeing and what they are being asked to do and which points back to the point of interpretation that what what means what and how do, should we go about it so the, the the issue that i see here is not that okay they are too loud about it but they are actually enforcing what they are seeing it's like you trying to 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 adulterate yeah that's how it comes off um, like when you are yes, liberal it comes off as if them. you are trying to like tone down yeah you are not taking it serious to be honest yeah 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 <laughs> basically Yeah. Yeah. So for instance, if I watch uh a movie, let's take it uh a Batman movie, right? Now let me use Spider-Man. So I watch a Spider-Man movie. There's a place called New York, there's a place called Los Angeles. There's basically a story that has been 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 produced. Now the the question is now is the character real does that character actually exist in in real life yes we can tell ourselves stories we can tell ourselves lessons through stories but when we begin to enforce certain characters as true without any good reason then we are basically moving to the point of delusion so the fact that Sp- spider-man is a is a good story it was acted <laughs> out at this place at this place at this place doesn't mean that the next statement that comes up from that story is true yes i can go and look for peter parker visit him at his place this and that and that and that but the 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 situation surrounding the the a particular plot might not be true and 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 that is where the difficulty is that how how do we show that this happened or that happened and 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 that's basically the 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 difficulties and the other issue has to deal with the fact that the the principles that we would we would use in our everyday lives and always i use the court of law because we don't accept certain statements or certain situations in court because we 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 can actually test whether they are accurate or not but these same principles that we use we we forget to use them when it comes to issues of beliefs so if i if i enter a, a court of law and you elikemas the judge ask me why do you think david committed this crime 
and I tell you the judge that was demon oh, possessed because my my grandmothers and my ancestors believe that David's family this this this, this and that it's just that it's just a point of assertion i need to actually provide something that you david can can verify that the judge can also verify but when it, it, it becomes an issue of spectral evidence and anecdotal evidence then it's not really strong yeah yeah. So, so that's the, the the whole point. And in fact, uh, the, the, the David is, is right in saying that there's no way the, the the world could have been created in six days. That is because we actually have access to 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 the world to actually verify certain things. So, in reality, our uh, 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 external model that we have is not matching to the internal model that most people At have. All. So when when we look at things, when we look at nature, what we basically see is conflicting with the principles that come from most of these religious beliefs, and that is where the the danger mostly lies, because people prefer to have that belief, to have that doctrine, instead of actually looking at what is on the ground. So they are seeing this before them, but in their minds, no, it is supposed to be this way. And and that actually causes us to basically go back. It, it, it makes us retrogress. Just just think about it. Almost every single point of progress that we've made, religion has attacked it at a point. All our standards that we we now have, that we now call, we live in a 21st century, we live in a global village. We basically had to shed off certain things that we held to be true by looking at better evidence and looking at better information and better knowledge but the idea that no everything is in one box and we are supposed to stick to it and use it is where that the 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 issue comes from and the fact that if you do not follow me in this thinking i need to harm you or this is what you are supposed to undergo it's that, that, that's basically I don't know how else to describe it but it, it is a very difficult subject because naturally as human beings we have that tendency to to go along that route so it's not just about the issue of religion it's about the issue of comfort and perpetuating things that have made us comfortable up to this point in time we were all comfortable with some some years ago that oh the the place of a lady was in the in the kitchen that that is what is supposed to be the case but by looking at what the situation actually is and actually experimenting and trying to understand how things work we've changed our minds and it has actually helped us and we know that we were wrong at certain points in time and that's the difference between science and religion the fact that what you know today can be proven to be wrong and that you always require better standards of evidence in order to progress. But, but one other one other thing I wanted to address was, was this like misconception about what what it, it it means to 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 be an unbeliever. Yeah. Because what most people yeah, 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 yeah. think of yeah. is that you I I am saying that oh the 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 concept of God does does not exist or that God is 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 not real. Sure. That, that is not my point. 
the, the whole point is that you have not lived up to your expectation that the claims that you are given actually have problems with it you are the one who is claiming that this is this way i haven't made yeah. any claim the burden of it's proof. like i always like to use an analogies if if i tell you elikem that i am not a doctor it says nothing about whether i'm an engineer it says nothing about whether i am a i am a uh, a banker it says nothing about whether i am a lawyer i am just telling you something about a particular stance or position that i am not this so be saying that i am not a believer simply means that the claim that you are making i do not believe it which means that it might differ from person to person so the explanation someone may give me on the concept of a god i might be inclined to agree with that person than a different person but generally the whole concept of religion or the whole concept of worship of a deity or a god that that is the point that i say that hey no i i do not believe you because i am not convinced of this particular thing i'm not convinced of that particular thing it it says nothing about my character it says nothing about where i live or what i eat so for instance alec uh, david and i may have the same stance on this belief but he may be different from me in other jurisdictions so many people actually conflate the point of belief with other things like existence like the origin of life all these things are separate topics but because religion has con- condensed everything into one most people come with 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 a, a loaded mindset that after this it leads to this after this it leads to this but it's just me saying that hey i just don't believe your claim just like the christian wouldn't believe the muslim claim and the muslim wouldn't believe the buddhist claim but the same I'm, i am not believing all of them their claims but they don't see it that way because the christian is fine with the fact that oh what kind of bullshit story is this <laughs> it's like when they hear a different faith or a different belief system it's like their bullshit detector goes up and they go like hey this this can't be the case but they are not applying that same rules to themselves so the same way a muslim does not believe a christian does not believe a buddhist does not believe a hindu does not believe a taoist it's the same way i don't believe all of them so it's basically the same standards i'm applying to all of them but i'm not making the claim that no this thing is not real or is false if i do that i'm actually making a positive claim which means that i need to prove that what i'm saying is actually the case so that that that's it i get you so there i think there's a quote a famous quote i don't know if it's famous enough that says um we uh we are all atheists some of us just take it one god further mm-hmm. yeah 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 so um the christian is an atheist in the sense that he doesn't believe in all other gods apart from the christian god yeah and same for the muslim and others so everybody is an atheist most let's say ghanians are an atheist bar one right exactly Exactly. (laughs) so yeah the atheists are the ones who take it one god further that's just one (laughs) one more (laughs) that's the difference yeah and then i wanted to ask um are you concerned about you know how 
unbelievers call themselves. Some people say, hey, I'm a humanist, I'm an agnostic, I'm an atheist. Well, labels are labels. We always have labels, but uh, uh, what, what are you referring to when you say how unbelievers call themselves? I think I want to understand the, the point you are trying to make. Did I get that? Oh, okay, let me put it in another way that it might sound better to say I'm a humanist. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. equal rights okay. advocates instead you. of feminist. I, I, yeah, and okay, okay, and and that's what I tr- I try to just explain. Yeah, and I think if people actually, if people actually take their time to understand what the word means, it will, it will be easy. So, theism basically is an issue of belief. Yeah. Then we have. Gnosticism, which has to do with knowledge. So when when you say you're an atheist, what is it simply means that you are against theism. That is, you you do not subscribe to theism. Yeah. It is just a single topic, and and that is where the the, the nuances. It's like it's just one particular issue that you are dealing with. It doesn't have to do with other things. So. You 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 are right in saying the, the the labels that maybe unbelievers use, but that also stands for the fact that there's all there's there's a bias in here by the the in the, in that question, because it 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 seeks to have a particular label being given. Mm-hmm. Well, what I mean is this: someone who asks me the question in this manner, if you do not if you do not believe in a god, what do you believe in? <laughs> you see, the point is, they are hung up on their beliefs. They are hung up on the fact that you have to have a system. They are forcing you to make a choice. And my point is that I don't have any system, and I don't need to have any system. So that that that's that kind of question. Okay, if you do not believe in a god, what do you believe in? That you must believe in something. Oh, you must believe in something. Tell me, what do what do you believe in? And I, and my, I'm confused at that point because we were just dealing with one topic, which was. The existence of a god or the, the the worship of a deity, and I've completely rejected that whole idea. So you can't move on to the next step and say, "What do you believe in?" Because now the question is, "What am I? What are we talking about here? Are we referring to morality? Are we referring to engineering? What are you asking me? I believe in. I don't know if you, if you, you you get my point. If I just walk up to you and say that, what do you believe in? Physics. Your question will be about what? Yeah. So it is about a particular subject that we are dealing with. So if I've rejected a particular subject you've brought up and you are still pushing the question, what do you believe in? There's there's no answer that I can give you at that point because you are expecting me to come up with something and explain to you. How we should rather go about it is that we look at topics individually and share our thoughts about them. So if you're asking me, um, what is my moral stance on this particular issue? Then I can tell you that okay, this is how I go about addressing this particular issue. But I can't just sit down and come up with something and say that these are the codes, these are the ethic, eth- uh, rules that I have to use. Yes, humanism is an attempt to address this um, gap in the understanding that we have about beliefs. Yeah. So hum- humanism does a, a, a great job in 
in trying to provide an alternative. But I, I, I think the, the, the underlying factor basically that we all have to apply is critical thinking, that we should have the best tools to analyze situations and we, we have a better world. But coming up with alternatives also basically would somehow move us in the same uh, direction. And, and, and that direction is the fact that we have to have things that are untenable. You can't change certain things. But um, as, as, as you, you, are, you are trying to uh, point out, yes, humanism does a, a good job of um, providing an alternative. And, and basically it is an alternative that has always existed. The only problem is that uh, it, 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 it's, it's been suffocated by the lack of critical thinking. Because if you have to look at it very carefully, basically everybody is a humanist, except when they are religious. We all have empathy. We, we, we all want the progress of humanity. We all want an orderly society. Yeah, I was asking how your parents took it when they found out. Well, it's oh, <laughs> it's uh, well, definitely this, there's there's disappointment. Uh, every everybody shows a bit of disappointment, but um, probably unbelief, unbelief that this could happen because uh, who would have ever thought, you know. With the, with, the, with the sort of way that I am and how I interact with people and love to share my thoughts and opinions, uh, they, they, they were disappointed. Or, let me put it this way, they are, they are in, a, in, in some state of denial or shock that this actually has happened because what at all would, would cause me to have this stance? You know, and I guess the point where it, be, it becomes more of a plea. Oh, me, me pacho, yes, see. Oh, me pacho, sorry, mami. Well, you oh, don't say okay. this, yeah. Uh, yeah don't yeah. say that. No, it's, it's, it's painful to see that that is what the religion has, has, has made them think or has, has brought them to. So, yes, they are, they are, they are not happy. They, they wish things would have stayed the same and they would have wanted probably me to grow in the in the in the things that they they, they brought me up in but here here I also am. for Peter yeah <laughs> you mentioned that there's a community of unbelievers in the country I wanted to ask if uh, you've gone for any such meetings and you've interacted with like-minded people and what's where would you put a number or the percentage is it Two percent, one percent. Well, let, let, let me give let me give a guess. As it stands now, the percentage out of a hundred, I'll probably give. I'll probably give five percent. That's the. Oh, I think that's high. Five percent. Yes, I, 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 I give five percent because some people are, but they don't know that that is that is what it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I've 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 noticed that a lot. That many people exhibit. The tendencies, but they 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 don't know how to qualify it. 
Okay. But everything shows that that's that is what, they what are. it is. Okay. To the question I was asking, when you go for such these meetings, is there any difference when it comes to the number of women and the number of men because in the churches the women far outnumber the men. So, do we have the same thing here or it's flipped? <laughs> I I think it's 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 it's, it's the same, but because I, I the, the the sample might not be reflecting of the population. Yeah, yeah, the sample the, yeah. the sample might not be good in terms of the. But that's what we have. Sense, so you let's let's use uh, it. You can have a situation where maybe at one particular point in time you go to church and the female are a lot than the the, the males. I can have a time where you go to church and you see a lot of male than female. Because actually, I've never met a female Ghanaian atheist before. I've met a lot of guys, yes. but I've never met. Yes. Oh, there are a lot. Then there are few. Just go, just go to Facebook, and you encounter a lot of them. Oh, it's easy to be an atheist on Facebook. <laughs> fully Ghanaian. We are talking about fully Ghanaian people, not people who are living abroad and they have Ghanaian names, yeah. or people who are half this, half that. Like born and bred in Ghana, went to a normal school. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I think that there's there's a there's a good population out there, but I think probably the the platform is is what makes it look like that. So, so someone meets me for the first time, hears that mm. okay, I'm going to go like, oh my god, this is the first time I meet. I'm like, hey, there are lots of people out there. It's because one, yeah, we are we yeah. are we are in the minority. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's difficult to to establish that 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 fact. Mm. However. It's 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 normal. It's normal. So the the, the issue of um, seemingly men mm. be, being more mm-hmm. atheistic than women, it, it's, it's 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 a difficult call because mm. I I understand of people who are on the verge of leaving, mm. and to 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 say that okay. Because they are they are they are females, they are going to get their their chances of not being uh, atheists is very high. And you see, it all also boils down to the mind. In my actions, I can show that I'm a believer. I can pretend. Because yeah. guess what? If if I hadn't opened my mouth, if I hadn't declared that this is my position, I could have still. Blended gone in. ahead and blended in very fine, and probably I even make very easy. Uh, a lot of money than some of the pastors <laughs> because I know yeah. the dynamics now and I understand. You know inside, <laughs> yes. You've been behind exactly. the curtain, so, and and who knows how many people out there are are actually unbelievers, I'm but have to just put up a show. Yeah. So that that yeah. that is why. So in, in principle, we we will be able to determine that okay. These are the, the number of atheists or unbelievers we have. Mm-hmm. These are the number of female atheists, but in reality, it's a difficult yeah, call yeah. to to, yeah. to to make. I agree. I think there's also like a very personally a lot of people that I know who are themers, like people who are very inquisitive minded. Even if they are in the yeah. church, they have very 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 big like they are struggling. Myself, I'm an example. Like they are struggling with the reality that they see from scripture or maybe the early church and what the church is now. Then they realize that there are two different things altogether. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. as if like the religion that we have now in 2021 is different from 
the religion that was actively trying to share food to people who everybody who came to church it seems like there's a different very very, very well said yeah it's a yeah. whole different it's a different religion actually to be honest it's a different religion totally because let me use and this I, example <laughs> if you read in Corinthians when Paul was talking about the Lord's Supper right he was making a point that when they come for the Lord's Supper some people come early and they eat all the food and drink all the drinks and some actually got drunk in their church and he was complaining bitterly about it but today when they speak of that same verse this is how they use it they say that but when you read the actual scripture Paul was talking about people who came to the church and were greedy eh? and took the Lord's Supper was actually something that they were eating to satisfaction but now they give you one waffle and a small cup with a juice and then, you see so uh, you watch something like this and then you wonder how much they've twisted it again in the same Corinthians when Paul was speaking about marriage he spoke very badly about marriage as if if you marry it means you're a weak Christian right but right now if you marry it means God has blessed you but then Paul was actually impressing on them that if you can do marry if you can do marry or if you can control yourself marry no 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 now marriage is like one of the year the thing that people want to achieve this year as a Christian so yeah. if you are a thinking man or a thinking woman, you realize that no, something is wrong somewhere. But at times, as personally, the reason why I stay around is because I find a very important need in the like the message of Christ. I identify with it a lot. It's just even if like I've lost a lot of the spiritual aspect of it, the moral side of like just laying your life, sacrifice, love, I identify with it personally. And I don't know whether I can find that elsewhere because humanism doesn't seem very emotive to me maybe they don't have good preachers <laughs> but oh yeah in- in- interesting point you're making interesting point you're making the 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 i think i, I want to comment on that the the the, the issue of the the message okay yeah. the 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 message that you are identifying with or for which reason you think um you you still want to hang in there i'm saying there's a bit there's a better mistake than that if, if you should basically sit down right now go through the scriptures from genesis to revelation we can sit down and get a better scripture from that we can cut out the things that are not good we can modify the things that should actually be better yeah we can actually make better pr- pronounce, oh, yeah. pronouncements now yeah. so i i don't think you no, i'm saying from the humanist there. side like from the side of like let's say from a non-god angle right i don't really mm-hmm. see somebody who is telling me something that inspires me to be a better person also, I think point you is inspiration. yeah something like that yeah and then oh, okay. also there's a social aspect of religion that is almost irreplaceable every single friend that i have most of them i either go them through school work or church that's it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at work like in my office for instance we are about 10 I don't know how so when service personnel come I become very tied to them then they go <laughs> right and then from school right but I've left school now so the friends I had in school like Elikem are the guys that I still consider as my friends but as for church you go every Sunday right so yeah. that social aspect is very important so even when Nietzsche wrote um, God is dead there was part that he said we have to replace all those festivals that we had with new things and I think that's where <laughs> maybe the movement to um, 
atheism make no sense. That's where they lack a bit. So you realize that I don't know, but I've read research that people who tend to be less spiritual tend to struggle more with like psychological issues, like emotional problems. Well, I, I, I wouldn't completely agree. I wouldn't completely agree in the sense that <laughs> that 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 lack that we are talking about <laughs> is the the thing that you just stepped out of. You have to reinvent. Yourself exactly because you were you were presented with a particular scope. You were pa- yeah. presented with a, a, a particular design mm-hmm. of which you no longer subscribe. So you now have to do the hard work and figure out how you are going to now design that same. Yes, uh, and then that one it takes a, a certain com- communal effort that it isn't really there. You get my. I feel like me at times. I feel if okay. I could, I would start a club, right? Or like maybe. The way churches meet every Sunday, we will meet every mm-hmm. Sunday. Then we we'll talk about human issues, right? We we'll play music there, we we'll eat together, then we we'll talk and talk like we are doing now. Then we we'll go home. You see, like something like that, just to occupy that social animal part of the human being. And I think that's what one offering that religion has over a lot of things. Even though people go there and then they are funeral, nobody will come. They are doing people won't come. They will pay welfare when it gets to their turn, nobody will come, and then they will become sad. They will still go. Because there's no other alternative for social support other than the church. So I think there's. I think I, I, I agree with him in the sense that many atheists don't have the feel the need to mm-hmm. fraternize in the in the words of Kanye West. <laughs> you don't feel the need. <laughs> you don't feel the need to have that Sunday service kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's where the issues is because. I doubt I think I don't know maybe it's probably a small percentage that go for any the kind of the humanist association of Ghana meetings that Peter yeah, was yeah, talking about yeah. yeah most people probably just want to go about their own business and don't care so I I, I get that and I understand your point Dan mm-hmm. but, but, but what I would say to conclude basically is that the if 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 I had the chance to to start life again and choose whether to be religious or not, I'll definitely choose to be unreligious. And the 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 reason is that religion paints a picture that is not real. It 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 takes away people's ability to actually think through certain situations and actually live fulfilling lives. It's it, it's preferring a lie to 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 the truth, and I think knowing the truth to borrow the rest of scripture will set you free. It will actually make you have a better life. Understand? You're quoting scripture. Better. I the, yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm quoting scripture. <laughs> it's 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 something that I've seen, and especially with in in terms of things like morality sex money these are things that most people actually don't think about because they feel it has been handed over to them and the the reality is that there are certain nuances and situations where it will require to actually use more than your religion to actually give a a, a good um, judgment and I'd, I'd, I'd rather prefer to do the hard work and think through situations than use certain preconceived notions to come out 
of, of, of those problems. So I find religion to be rather repressive and backward because we will we'll, we'll, we'll do a lot more if we, we, we put that behind us and try and find better ways of living just as David was, was pointing out in terms of the, the social support and that social environment. I, I think we've come to a, a point in a civilization where we can actually improve upon that but the, 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 the chains of religions are still on our minds that um, okay if, if you leave religion why are you going to find this but we can actually engineer the, the, that kind of civilization that we are looking for and it's not far from us because we, we've come up with so many things that have, have, have helped us we just have to do the, the hard work just like our ancestors and predecessors did some hard work for us and stopped living uh, a kind of lifestyle based on inform- new information that they had that they tested and handed over to us to continue and I think it's incumbent on us as human beings and I for one as a humanist to provide that environment and that platform no matter how small it is because there's there's, there's hope for us as humans and we, we, we are we are a beautiful species even though we are born into a losing struggle so I'll conclude on that well that was an interesting conclusion there's hope for us as humans <laughs> wow <laughs> Uh, so, um, Peter, thanks again for being with us for another episode. Uh, this is definitely not the end. There will be more of these. More of you. Daniel, thanks for being on us all. Same for David. Even though we couldn't hear much from you today, thanks for uh, showing up. So, um, all too soon, even though this is the longest we've had, we've come to the <laughs> end. And, uh, can't wait for the next one and catch you all later. Bye. Okay, that brings us to the end of another good episode. Um, we're glad to have you on as once again. If you are yet to subscribe or you missed a chance to do that, Here's your chance. Make the world a better place.